Hi everyone and welcome back to the Hot Girls Podcast. If you're listening, then obviously you're a hot girl, so welcome. Welcome. I'm McCall. And I'm Victoria, and we are so happy to have you a part of the friend group. Oh my goodness. This is gonna be a good one. Today we're gonna talk about how hot girls get rejected. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is just a fact. It's something that we really can't avoid. Like literally no one can avoid so I'm excited to dive right in I'm excited too and I feel like this title can be a little contradictory because you're like what hot girls getting rejected that doesn't make sense but it's true and then it's something that everybody goes through and something that we felt inclined (laughs) to talk about just due to recent events in in our lives so we're gonna share we're going to share our personal rejection stories when it comes comes to boys. Because, I mean, we yeah. can, you can get rejected in many f- different areas of your life. But rejection when it comes to boys is a little bit different. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We're really just going to bear it all. We're going to be super vulnerable, which yes. I know is, like, hard for me to do. But it's, you know, it's worth it. And, mm-hmm. like, it's just such a part of life. But it's, you know, it's beautiful. I know it sounds weird to say that, but mm-hmm. it makes the good even better. So. Yeah, no, and you're right, it is vulnerable to share your rejection stories, but this is a <laughs> yeah. real podcast, okay? Hot girls aren't fake, okay? No, hot, we are not. Hot <laughs> girls are real, okay? So we're allowed to be vulnerable, and it needs to be more normalized, okay? So it does. Who, who wants to go first? Do you want to go first? I feel like I feel like this is like sleepover at two a.m. vibes yeah. when like you just bare your soul. Literally, and McCann, I have the lights turned off right now with like my fairy lights turned on. Just like the the mood. Is oh. just, we need like our silk pajamas. Honestly, that's, that's it. Okay, who wants to go first? <laughs> Why am I nervous? Why am I? I keep We're thinking that the person baby. that I'm going to talk about is going to listen to this podcast, but I know for a fact that they will not listen to this. There's just like this irrational fear in the back of my mind that like everyone I know is going to be listening to this and like know exactly who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. But I guess I can start. Okay, if that, if that takes the pressure off. It does, it does. Okay, so my story dates back this is gonna sound really crazy but it dates back all the way to elementary school so if you don't know me I was homeschooled actually from second to seventh grade so I didn't really know a lot of guys but there was we did this like church co-op and there was this one guy my age he was like literally the only guy my age I knew for like five whole years because I was homeschooled and I developed just the biggest crush on him like I just thought he was the coolest person ever, like, but the funny thing was, in those, like, five years, I probably talked to him, like, three times. Like, I was so (laughs) shy. I was terrified of boys, like, all, even throughout high school, like, I don't really even think I Mm -hmm. talked to, like, guys like that, but I just, literally for five years straight, I, like, had the biggest crush on him, and seventh, when I was in seventh grade, we both ended up going to, like, public schools, so, like, I never really saw him. But, you know, keep in touch, social media, whatever. But I honestly regret not talking to him. Like, I always think about what, like, we could have been. I know that's, like, so dramatic. Like, we were in, like, seventh grade or whatever. But I don't know. I just, 
he was like such a big part of my life and I never pursued that because pursued like talking to him or like getting to know him because I was so scared of like being rejected Mm -hmm. and I don't know and I feel like that fear has just like totally been sustained like even now I'll like you know talk to guys snap to guys snap guys like get to know them but it's so it's hard to just Mm -hmm. be vulnerable especially I feel like we have had very similar experiences Mm -hmm. where we haven't been treated right or there's just been like a lack of trust and Mm -hmm. it's just like made it really hard for me to be vulnerable with guys Mm -hmm. specifically and I was actually talking with my mom about this we were at Payway and I was like we were talking about Valentine's Day I was like a little bit bummed you know I don't have a Valentine's this year and I was like are my standards too high Mm -hmm. and I feel like sometimes that's like such a bad thing because I'll just like you know dismiss Mm -hmm. guys right away if like I see a red flag but honestly my goal for this year is just to be more open and vulnerable and not be scared of rejection so good here open my instagram real quick because there's something that i posted that has to do with standards but i forgot what the exact quote was and i want to share it not you being in like my most recently searched it was oops i gotta do a lot of tapping um you are entering a chapter where you meet the proof that your standards were never too high and i really liked that quote because um you know, like, I thought that, too. I'm like, man, like, should I just, like, you know, I do a lot of reading. I love reading. And I read romance books. And a lot of people say those are unrealistic expectations for love. And I definitely am a hopeless romantic. But I don't think that we should lower our standards. Because, like, that quote said, like, the right person will come along and make you mm-hmm. realize you were never asking for too much. You were just asking the wrong person. And it's so crazy that you were talking Whoa. with your mom about that this weekend because I was talking with my mom <laughs> Wait, really? about it this weekend, oh. but I wasn't at Payway, I was at Pita Jungle. <laughs> Ooh, look at that. How does when you know your twin flames? We're probably having the same exact conversation at the same exact time with our mom. It's actually crazy. But it was about like, you know, I've, I think I have a underlying fear of basically never finding somebody, I guess. And I think that just goes along like both McCall and I have never been in long-term committed relationships i had like i had a small relationship from after high school like going into my freshman year of college but i literally don't even count that that was like <laughs> i was like a mom two months i'm that's like that's long like looking I, that's not long it's the opposite of long um but yeah i was like i was like i'm never gonna find anyone i'm never gonna like i'm i'm i i almost dropped the phone <laughs> Good that could have been bad. <laughs> Ignore that. Um, but yeah, I'm never gonna fall in love. I'm never gonna find anyone. Um, and it's kind of partially like my own doing because I like don't. I like to be the person that cares less in a relationship to protect myself from getting hurt. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I just won't allow myself to even like anyone. You know, yeah. just for fear of that. But did you have any other? like story you wanted to share like with rejection or do you have anything else before I like cut you off as you wanted to say like with your your own personal experience I would just say I'm just like very similar to you like just had very similar experiences where I just I am so afraid of just like bearing my soul to someone and like Mm -hmm. Them rejecting it because that's painful. Like it's painful mm-hmm. when you like expose yourself. But mm-hmm. I think it's so beautiful. Like you just have to love 
I there's a song that my dad used to play all the time on like our car rides home from practice mm-hmm. it's by old dominion and it's like you have to love like there's no such thing as a broken heart and like obviously I didn't understand those lyrics that back then but now I'm just like that is way harder than it sounds but honestly it's it's so rare but it's so beautiful anyways that was mine <laughs> Aww. well mine's depressing <laughs> along with the idea of I guess actually opening up so like I said I didn't really I was never allowed to date growing up and I have like just a underlying fear of dating just in general but I've been trying to work on that and like get better at it this year but when talking with guys that either have potential or that have shown interest in me you know I always had like a wall up like wouldn't care or try not to be careless right like just yeah. you know because I didn't want to get hurt and a lot of times I don't I don't trust them. Like, they'll say that they like me, but I'm like, mm, do you? Or are you just saying that so you can, like, get into bed with me? Which yeah. is true because, like, it's really hard being a girl in college because you just, you think you know their intentions and then they completely blindside you. And it really hurts and it's so hard because as a college girl, you can start to think that your worth comes from your body and your image. When really, like, when you're being pursued, you should be being pursued for who you are, like, as an individual and as your your morals and your, your goals and whatever. What makes up, like, the real to you? So it gets, it gets hard and conflicting, and it, it really messes with your feelings. But going with that, so I haven't liked somebody since literally that, <laughs> that month relationship I had back when I was a freshman in college. And there was a time where I was like, something is completely wrong with me. I was like, what is wrong with me? Why am I incapable of liking somebody? And then (laughs) Cole and I go out to this school event and we like run into this guy. Let's just, what should we call him? I don't even. Let's call him, let's call him Jack. like that. (laughs) We call him Jack in honor of Jack Harlow. Um, So I run into Jack and... I thought he was McCall's friend, so I was, like, bullying him and joking him, but apparently McCall had no idea who this person was, and we, like, hit it off instantly, like, instantly, and, (laughs) and I was like, you know what, like, I'm just, I'm not gonna start, I'm not gonna start self-sabotage, I'm not gonna start overthinking, I feel it, I'm just gonna, like, go with it, I'm just gonna go with the flow and just have fun, so... We hit it off right away, and, like, that next morning, he, like, texted me, good morning, and I was like, OMG, he's totally into me, and he would text me, like, all day, and we met, or got together the following day, um, and long story short, basically, like, we moved pretty fast in the sense of, like, we went from strangers to, like, practically, like, what would be seen as a dating relationship, I guess, I mean, like, We'd text each other all day. We'd see each other all the time. Like, he was bringing me, like, gifts. And, um, and I, like, really liked him. And I was, like, I'm just, you know, I'm just going with the flow. I'm I'm just, like, whatever. Like, it was going fast. And typically, that would have scared me. Typically, I would have run. And that's what happened with my first relationship was, you know, we got into a relationship so fast. And, like, I was literally scared, and I just, like, broke it off. I was like, oh, this is too soon. Like, I can't do this, and, like, I can't handle it. And that was completely on me and not on the other person. Um, but that same thing is happening, but I was like, well, you know, maybe, like, God put him in my life. Like, I'm not just going to, like, ignore it. And this was the only time 
where I have been super open with how I felt. Like, I just mm-hmm. flat out said, like, I like you. When I never, so- ever <laughs> say that. Ne- ne- you couldn't pay me to tell a guy that. Never. I, I was like, I want to take a new approach. But I just told him how I felt, like, straight up. Because I didn't want there to be any games. I'm sick of the games. I'm sick of waiting two hours to open a snap to reply. I'm just, no. Like, I just Mm want to say how it is. And if you feel the same, great. If you don't, okay, let me move on with my life. Okay? Mm -hmm. Well, he reciprocated that. And it was great and all fine and dandy. And I was like, wow, this is so interesting. Um, Even though I literally had so much anxiety the whole time that I was seeing him. I don't know. I don't know why I had anxiety when I was seeing him, but um, I did. And it was weird because when I was with him, I felt super comfortable, like super safe and everything. It was great. But when I wasn't, I felt so like anxious. And I don't know if that was because I was afraid of like losing what I had or afraid of like, I have a weird thing with my parents finding out. Not that it was anything like, not that I'm doing anything wrong, but it's just like a way how I grew up. But anyways, um... So I prayed. I'm a Christian, okay? So that was my call. Um, but I always like to pray whenever I like I start liking somebody. Um, because like long maybe that's why I've never really gotten to a big heartbreak because I always pray this prayer, but I pray to God. Be careful what you pray for. But I pray, <laughs> I pray to God. Um a few weeks later I was like, you know, if this guy is not gonna bring me closer to you and is going to distract me from my relationship with you, and isn't going to help me grow in my faith, and I want you to take him out of my life. Mm-hmm. And I prayed that. I didn't even want to because I liked him so much. I was like, uh, this is a risky prayer. I don't really know if I want to pray this, but, like, I probably should. And I was like, well, if he's the right one, like, you know, like, it, it'll all work out. The next day. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. Not even 24 hours later. Not even 24 hours later. We go out to get like boba together jack and i and it was all like so great and dnz and we're chatting about our lives you know so cute um oh and just to make things worse during this i had a face peel so my face looked ugly <laughs> oh, let's no. just put that into perspective as well not. i was literally peeling my entire no. look like a snake so just i just had that thought in the back of my mind as well but i basically at the end of the night he was like <sighs> so i just like I'm gonna bring this up that I think that we need to like slow it down, like take a step back. And like he was 100% right, and I completely yeah. agree. I agreed with him to a sense. Like, I definitely agreed that we went too fast, but I, I didn't think that we needed to go needed to go back to zero because I still mm-hmm. liked him. Like, I still wanted to pursue him. Um, but clearly, he thought things were going too, like, too fast, I guess. But he's like, yeah, I still want to, like, get to know you as a friend. And blah, blah, blah. And, like, I don't know. Like, it definitely... Like, I came back to my room. And, like, yeah. I FaceTimed Caroline. And Nicole was texting me. And I would felt... I felt so sad because, like, I genuinely felt... Like, I, I always say this. But, like, I felt dumb. Like, I felt stupid. I was like, why did I just, like... Like, the one time I opened up my feelings for someone, and the one time I, like, actually let myself care, yeah. the thing that I think is going to happen actually happened. And the dynamic totally changed. It's not like we don't talk to each other anymore, but, like, I don't see it really going. Like, I, don't, I don't know if we would ever get back to the place where we were, but it hurts mm-hmm. when, you, when you feel blindsided in the sense where, like, it seemed like he really liked me, and, like, he said that and stuff, and then the next day, like... 
can really change. So really the only thing for me is that it had to have been God who stepped in and mm. just, like, made things end before, like, it got worse or had an even worse heartbreak later. But um, that doesn't mean it hurt less. Okay, yeah. I was I still hurt and I still felt dumb. And I was like, why did I even do that? But at the same time, like, I still have to be proud of myself for even opening up my heart and allowing yeah. it to be vulnerable and broken like that because for a very long time I couldn't even feel anything like that mm. so I was like at least That's I can feel something yeah. <laughs> even if it didn't work out you know there was I saw this quote on Pinterest and it said the most beautiful people wear their hearts on their sleeves and their souls and their smile and there's just something so beautiful about like someone who's like just so open and vulnerable and I think that like I'm so proud of you for that <laughs> Yeah, it just that you talking about that story just reminded me of like something that happened my freshman year with a guy and it's like almost the opposite but like I ended up feeling the same exact way that you did. Um I like I kind of like dated not around but I went on like a few dates last year. This guy that I'm not like super close friends with, I play flag football with. Um yeah. <laughs> Let's call him Tyler. The one that I... Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so... He's cute. He, no, he's a cutie, <laughs> for sure. But we, like, went on a few dates, mm-hmm. and I, we were, like, got pretty close. And before uh, Christmas break, he actually asked me to be his girlfriend. Wait! Th- oh, wait. Last year or, like, last this year? Last year. Okay. Okay. And I panicked, and I just told him... I made, I made up some excuse. I don't even remember. I think I just said that, I, like, I wasn't emotionally ready... Um, and then we went our separate ways and then we kind of just like both like healed. We didn't really talk over winter break, but literally I will never forget this night. So we come back and he was like, do you want to hang out? I was like, of course. So we get in his car and he drives me to us to South Mountain. Okay. And he has like little blankets in the back to go stargazing. And this is like every girl's dream, right? Yeah, and so, I have anyway. a story for another time about that, but I keep going. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Yes, Anyways. that happened to me, but I ended up at a weed store, but we're just not going to talk about that. Keep going, Nicole. That sounds Episode romantic. Three. And he just starts, like, just burying his soul. <gasps> like, he tells me, like, his whole life story. Oh, my God. And he just tells me how he feels. And I just, I was terrified. Like, I felt the exact same way. I was terrified. But I didn't know how to, like, explain it. And I was just, like, so scared. Because I've never experienced... No one has ever, like, told me they had, like, feelings like that. And so I literally was so... I regret this, like, even now. But, like, I remember just, like, looking at him. I was like, I just... I can't do this. And, like, I just, like, panicked. Like, I literally had a panic attack. Like, Mm -hmm. my heart was, like, pounding a million seconds per me. I don't even know. But I remember the car ride back. We were oh. driving because he used to want to drive him back. Oh, that's bad. And this was like a 45-minute oh, drive. And he, I like start talking. I'm like, I'm so sorry. And he oh. literally, he's like, he he rips my phone out from Ox, <gasps> plugs his phone into Ox, and starts playing like this emo like music. Like, <laughs> and like every single time I try and talk, he turned up the music. Okay, that's a little petty though. It was, but honestly, like I don't blame him. But I remember going back to my dorm and literally just crying because I, I wish I would have done what you did 
just like completely just like been open and vulnerable and who knows like we could be in a completely different place now mm-hmm. but i was just but did you scared. did you genuinely have feelings towards him like could you see yourself romantically in a committed relationship with him at that time the thing is not at that time but so you can't looking, really be mad at yourself like right. you can't control how you feel and you can't like regret things where you didn't feel them like it would have been bad to force something too so don't like put don't put too much right. like on you you know that was just an example like i just there are so many instances in my life where i wish i would have been like just so open and just like you know just go for it like you said like not waiting two hours to open a snap like who cares mm-hmm. like, literally i'm so over that something that i learned from that experience is i am done with the games like mm-hmm. if you think i'm too much then go find less like i don't i don't want to play the games i'm done op- waiting i'm done doing all this stuff like mm-hmm. i'm done like giving you so much attention and then stopping for a few days so like yeah. you'll want it more like i that is so dumb and like i don't i don't want that so mm-hmm. we're we're yes. hot girls um are real hot girls are real hot girls don't play games and hot girls just put their expectations right up on the front oh that's another thing is i would tell him my expectations right up front of what i mm-hmm. wanted because there were times where i with other guys where i didn't say what my expectations were and then, because I didn't say them, I ended up just, like, conforming, you know, my own expectations to meet theirs because I didn't say how what I wanted, if that makes yeah. sense. So, like, it is good to just say, like, what you want right up front. Like, for a first date, like, like say you go on a first date. You, at the beginning, if you don't want to, like, kiss on the first date, then before the day even starts, just yeah. <laughs> say, I don't want to kiss you on the first date. I don't know why that's so hard for me, like. <laughs> But it, seriously, I didn't mean to do that. It's like, if I just say, I wouldn't get into those situations. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. No. Me having, like, my first kiss at, like, age 19. I would just like to say, I was there for uh, all for McCall's first kiss, and I felt really honored because I just... You kind of orchestrated it. I, like, I did orchestrate it, and I just felt honored. Like, no. what? I, I am the one person on this earth that witnessed that. I mean, you really have. Besides, obviously, the person that she kissed, but... Anyways. <laughs> obviously, but you know what Bye. I mean. Not me, like, I don't even want to... First kiss story for another time. <laughs> first kiss story for another time for me, at least. Um, but back to rejection. Sorry, back to rejection, back to rejection, back to rejection. But I think that's so interesting how both of our stories were, like, we were in different shoes, but it still both hurt, so... Yeah. It's, it hurts on both sides. Like, yeah, yeah. And, like, what I would say, it's something that, like... My mom was telling me about, like, rejection is, like, you know, I was hurt with the situation with Jack, right? But then I think about, like, there's been many guys who have pursued me, and, like, recently, like, I was just talking with this guy, and, like, we went out to, like, work out, and, like, blah, 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 and it definitely seemed like he was into me, um, but I just didn't like him like there was nothing wrong with him at all he was super nice guy he was a christian um he was cute like nothing wrong with him at all i just didn't click with him and i have to remember that it's the same on the other end like just because someone didn't feel the same way towards me doesn't necessarily mean that i did anything wrong and i think that's what i get caught up in a lot in my head if something doesn't work out like what did I say that made him not like me? Like, is there something wrong with me? Like, blah, 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 blah. When really, that's not even the case, like, at all. Yeah. Some people just aren't meant for others. You know what I mean? So, that's just something to think about. No, that's so true. That's so funny. My, we, wow, we were literally having the exact same discussion. Because 
I was talking with my mom, you know, Valentine's Day is around the corner, and, you know, another year, another year goes by, Yeah, know, I'm single, right? Yeah. But she reminded me that there's nothing wrong with that because everything falls in God's plan. Right. And also, I don't even know what's going on with that, but I don't know, it was just, it's really comforting to know that none of this is in my hands, and, like, mm-hmm. the right guy is literally out there right now. Like, he he's probably out there, I don't know. Surfing, hopefully. I hope so <laughs> too, Hawaii. girl. I hope no. so. But Beach queen. Oh my goodness. But yeah, no. Going with what you said, the right, the right one won't reject you, right? Mm-hmm. So if you get rejected by someone, then you can immediately know that that is not the person that God has for your life, and that mm-hmm. it, you know, it does suck in the moment and it does hurt, but it can bring peace in the fact that. You know, you've prayed about it. You've prayed for your future partner. Like, you know that God will provide the right person for you, the person that will help you grow stronger in your relationship with God, who will help you chase your goals and your dreams, will be there to support you and stand by you. Um, And and you don't want someone that doesn't want you, right? So there's no point in, like, keeping yourself in the past over that. Like, God has a plan for your life. um, and, And we have to really just not feel like we have to have so much control over it and I think mm-hmm. maybe that's why I had so much anxiety over it because I it was a lack of control and I wanted to have control over the situation mm-hmm. and the relationship um but at the end of the day we don't have control and it's kind of nice because like you really shouldn't have to worry because God has your best interests in your life you know mm-hmm. like he, he he already he knows who your husband's gonna be like that's kind of cool like that's and so I don't know if you do but I pray for my husband like all the time and I, I always do. wonder like while I'm praying for my husband I always wonder if he's praying for like me you know oh. and okay a little tiny story time but like I my senior year of high school my small group and all of our moms we went to a Thai store like a Thai like men's ties. And we all went around the store and we basically just like looked for a tie that like called to us, I guess. Oh, a tie that we could see our future husband wearing. And I picked this green tie with like purple flowers on it, like a floral tie. And I was like, You want that one? And I was like, Yes, mom, this is it. This is the tie. Like, I could, I just know it. Like, this is it. And on my Pinterest board, the colors of like, what I want my future wedding to be is like the same colors of the tie. But basically the moral of the story was we all picked a tie and as a group we all prayed over them. But then we keep the tie like by our beds or like in your room or whatever, hanging up and you just pray over the tie, like pray over the person that will wear it one day. And it's like it's a reminder to like wait for the right one and like know that like God will bring the right person into your life according to his timing and what's best for you. So then, you know, I just think about, like, someone's going to wear that tie one day. Like, it doesn't seem like it now because, like, obviously I'm not in a relationship and I I don't even know where God's taking me. But I do know that I've prayed over that time. Someone will wear it one day and it'll be, like, the perfect person that's made for me, you know? That is the best idea ever. Mm -hmm. I, that's cool to have, like, something tangible to, like, pray over. I... I actually sometimes I like journal a lot, so mm-hmm. like sometimes I'll just like write letters to God, just mm-hmm. like. For I myself. do that too. No way. I do that too. <laughs> so cute. Sometimes I have this little box and I write letters to my future husband, and <laughs> it is so cool. Wait, why are we why the same person? <laughs> like I really thought this was some kind of like secretive thing that like only I did. 
<laughs> I have like a little notebook at home and it's like, dear future husband, today sucked. Can you just like hurry up and get in my life? It's so like dumb, kind of. <laughs> it's like a diary. He's like, yo, what is this? <laughs> I'm going to give it to him on my wedding day and he's going to run from the altar. <laughs> Shit. But it's like, sometimes like I'll look back on it and I'm, and it's hard to like, I'm like, some real guy out there is going to read this someday. Yeah, that's weird. And it's just, I don't know, it's so cool to think about. But God has it all planned out. And I just know that what's hard for me sometimes, I think that my worth lies in, like, my relationship status. Mm, um, yeah. I've always been the girl that's, like, fine with being single, mm-hmm. which is, like, really weird. Because I kind of like doing things on my own. But recently, I've mm-hmm. been finding it's, like it gets harder and harder as like my friends are literally getting engaged i'm like what is this yeah it's spring ring by spring season and i'm like oh another (laughs) valentine two decades going on no valentine (laughs) buying dresses for like to go to my friend's wedding like okay but just know that your worth lies in how god views you and you are his daughter and he Mm. chose you like you are not random Mm. and it's so hard but I just want to remind you that because you are so beautiful and you have no idea how beautiful you are to a stranger and I just there are crazy guys out there who are going to treat you not the best but Mm -hmm. I just don't want that to make you build a wall around your heart or give up because God has a plan and he's literally holding you in his hands right now that's so beautiful yes <laughs> know your word you are god's creation he yes. literally designed you're his masterpiece his artwork he admires his work and to think that you're the only unique you on the whole planet like you should self- hold yourself to some standard you know what yeah. i mean um know that you're a daughter of the king and not to be defined by what boys think of you or see see you as which is like totally messed up but um but basically the whole point of the podcast was to really you know, know what your worth is and know that God has a plan for your life and do not stress about whatever season of singleness or relationship you may be in because everybody's on different paths, right? There's no specific, everybody gets caught up, including myself, in a specific timeline. Like, okay, so I graduate high school, I go to college, I meet my husband, I get married, then I have kids, and then you do this. Like, that is a societal, like, timeline, right? There's yeah. God has a specific timeline for your life and everyone's is different. But mm. point is... A part of the timeline is rejection. That's a part of life. Everybody has to go through it. And uh, just because you did doesn't mean that your worth is any less. It doesn't mean that you're not worthy of love or that you're unlovable because you're already loved and adored by God. Um, So you are clearly lovable and worthy of it. And so, yeah. Just rejection makes the right one more meaningful. Yes. And there's this... Why am I quoting all these country songs? But they're just dead and chase songs. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Bless the broken roads. It's like, God bless the broken roads that led me straight to you. So. Wait. I'm going to share that song with you. <laughs> I'm not a country girl. I don't listen to any country, but why do I like that? No. Oh my gosh. I'll share it with you. But it's just such a good reminder. And, mm-hmm. you know, end of the story, hot girls get rejected, but they're in God's hands. Right. So. Hot girls will find their husband one day. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Amen. To Amen. That. Amen. Hot girls pray. <laughs> pray for <your> hot girl. <laughs> Should be like a bumper sticker. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, do you have anything else you want to add before we pretty much wrap it up? Honestly, I think I said my share. I think so too. Well, okay. It's bedtime at the sleepover. It Lights is bedtime. Out. Daddies and daddies, it's time to go to bed. Um, 
thank you for listening and we hope that you found some encouragement through you know McCall and I's own experience um, with rejection or I guess rejecting I guess in some cases um, and you were able to find you know, some self self-worth through listening yeah. to this because we love you we love you and like we said at the beginning welcome to the friend group we're mm-hmm. so happy you're here yes indeed so, we love you Bye. we'll see you next week okay